But today, kind of what we call a one-off, this is something that God has been stirring in my heart. Uh, just for a few minutes with you today, I want you guys to go and enjoy your family. I want you to enjoy this fall weather. I want you to enjoy your time around the fire pit, even though you didn't invite me. That's cool. It's all good. It's time you need prayer. I'm around you, Dad. But anyway, I want to get you out of here quick today. But it actually could be a continuation of Breaking Free. Um, we talked about so many things in the Breaking Free series. We talked about the seven deadly sins and these things that kind of bind us, these things that hold us back. But I also believe that there's something I don't think we hit on enough, and it's something I think can be just as deadly, and that is our past. It's our past. And the truth is, so many people today are held in bondage from things that have happened in their past. And all of us have had these things that happen. We've all been betrayed. We've all had people lie to us. We've all had people to hurt us. And as a result, we're carrying around all of this bitterness, this resentment, this unforgiveness, if you will. We're carrying all this stuff around. And what you don't realize is that stuff actually is like a weight on you. It, it, it weighs you down and it holds you in a place where you can't move forward. It holds you in a place where you can't break free. And so you've got all of these weights on you, and that's why the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, it says, let us lay aside every weight. Let us lay aside these things that entangle us, that, that hold us. And so oftentimes, we are taking these, these past hurts, these, these past things, and we're trying to bring it into the present. And here's the thing about your past. Now, there's nothing wrong with learning from your past. Come on, how I many of you know there, there's times in your life where something happens and you need to pay attention to that. You need to dial in on that. You need to learn from it so you don't repeat it. There's times you need to learn from your past, but you're never meant to live in your past. And so the problem is a lot of times in life... We've had these things happen in our past, and we're trying to bring all of that into the future. And so here's God, and God's trying to give you a fresh vision for your future, but you can't see it or walk in it because you're still grabbing at something in your past. And again, it could be a hurt, it could be a betrayal, it could be resentment or unforgiveness. And so we're, 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 we're holding to this thing. And let me just be honest with you today. If you are constantly reliving your past, if you're constantly rehearsing your past, the only thing your life is going to be full of is regret. And that's it. And so we've got to be able to take these things from our past that weigh us down, and we have to be willing to lay them aside. But, but I think there's another thing in our past that happens that we tend to overlook. And it's labels. Have you ever been labeled by something? You know, someone somewhere at some different time in your past called you something, characterized you as something, and as a result, it could have been like in middle school. Come on, everybody gets a label in middle school. But you got labeled by something in middle school, you've carried it through high school, you carried it through college, and now here you are grown, and you're still carrying that label. You're still trying to rise above something that somebody called you, somebody put on you. 
But here's the thing you need to understand. If you constantly live by the labels you receive, you will always live your life missing something. You're going to live your life missing something. And so what I want to talk to you about today is these labels, these labels from our past, and how can we break them? How can we move past them? Okay, you ready for that? So, Father, thank you for this time we have together. Thank you, Lord, for speaking into our hearts. Thank you for an amazing worship service. And, God, we just ask right now that you would help us to move forward with our lives. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen. Amen. All right, so here's what I want to do. It's going to require you to participate. Come on, somebody. Amen. I need you to participate. I need you to kind of shout these things out, be loud. Because, again, I'm only going to keep you for an hour and a half today. You're getting out early. Amen. So, anyway... I want to give you some names of people that have a label attached to their name. So I'm going to give you the person's name, and I want you to shout out the label to me. Okay, so let's let's just do this one for fun. Attila the Hun. All the old folks know that one. Amen. Hun. All right. Conan the... Yeah, you're getting the hang of it. Billy the... Yeah. Buffy the... Yeah, here's my all-time favorite, Winnie the... Come on, somebody, give it up for Winnie the Pooh in the house. All right, how many Marvel folks do we have in the house? Anybody love Marvel? Okay, I've got a few names for all of our Marvel people, for those of you watching online. Incredible. Yeah, Captain. Yeah, there's a couple of them I didn't know. I had to look these up. Black. Man, you guys are awesome. Here's another one. Oh, yeah, there's like two or three names for that one. Amen. Here's another one for you. Red. Red. I heard it. I heard like three people. The rest of y'all ain't Marvel fans. I'm just telling you. Amen. Red. Skull. There you go. That guy was on Captain America. You know, red guy. But anyway, here's the point in all of this. You, you mentioned all of these names. And all of these names, with the exception of Captain America, amen, I mean, just, but, but with the exception of him, there's these negative labels that follow their names. So here's what I want to kind of hit you with right off the bat. What is the negative label that follows your name? I want you to think about that for a moment. Those of you online, watch this, think about this. As you search your life right now, what is the negative label that follows your name? For some of you, it may be the label doormat. Somebody somewhere called you a doormat. You're just so nice to people. You're so kind. People always walk over you. People take advantage of you. You're just a doormat. What about this one? Lazy one. Come on, anybody ever been called the lazy one? You're just lazy. You, You can't even get yourself out of the bed, man. What's wrong with you? You can't get to work on time. You have no goals, no ambition. You're just... Lazy. What about this one? Irresponsible one. I can't depend on you for anything. You, 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 you're all over the place. You, you're, you're just not dependable. You're just so irresponsible. What about this one? Party girl, wild guy. Like you're never going to settle down with anybody. You're never going to have anybody good because you're just the party girl. You're the wild guy. Nobody really wants to be in a serious relationship with you. What about this one? You're just the average one. You ever been called average before? 
You're just the average one. You, you, you're not going to really do anything great. You're not going to accomplish anything. You're not going to really change the world. You're, you're just an average person. What about this one? You're an addict. You're just an addict. You're always addicted to something. There's something you're always toying with. Something's always pulling you here and pulling you there. You're, you're an addict. You'll always be an addict. What about this one, divorcee? You're never going to have a good, solid relationship. You just, you, 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 you're damaged goods. You're never going to amount to anything. You're just a divorcee. What is the negative label that's followed your name through life? What is that? And here's what I'm praying today that you're going to hear, that as you're thinking about that negative label, as you're thinking about that thing that has followed you through your life, here's what I pray that you'll hear to overshadow that, and that is that God's power is always bigger than your past. God's power is always bigger than your past. God's truth about you is bigger than any current truth about you in your life. And here's the thing, you may have received a label in your life, and that label may very well be true about you. Someone may have called you something somewhere in your past, and that label may have been true about you. But here's what I want you to understand today, that what's true about you today does not have to be true about you tomorrow. And I believe with all of my heart that God is going to speak to some of you today and He's going to take what is and make it no longer true about you. God, through the power of Jesus Christ, can break some labels off your name today. And here's how I believe He's going to do it. I believe that God is going to give you a new view of you. Come on, turn to somebody and say, new you, boo. Amen, new you. There it is. God's going to give you a new view of you. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Some of you guys need to tattoo this on your arm. Don't tattoo it, but you know what I mean. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. What does that first word say? Say it. Anyone. Anyone. I think that's the wrong translation. Anyone who belongs to Christ has become a what? A new person. Anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. What does that mean? It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how bad your past is. It doesn't even matter the label that's on you. It doesn't even matter if that's true or not. Anyone who belongs to Christ, you've opened your heart to Christ. You are a new person. The old life is gone and the new life has begun. So if you're in Christ, all of that old stuff has been done away with. The power of sin that held you back can be and can be, will be broken off your lives today. Romans chapter 5.20 is a great, great promise of Scripture where sin abounded. What does that mean? Where, where sin existed. Like, like all of us have done something we shouldn't have done. Romans 3.23, for, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible says on your best day, you're still dirty. So we've all sinned, we've all messed up, but where sin existed, where it abounded, something overshadowed it. What is that? Grace did much more abound. And so all of the past, all of these things that we're ashamed of, all of these things that we've done, the hurt and all of this, all of that can be wiped away through Jesus Christ. And so what I want to do today is I want to give you three thoughts. Three thoughts that I believe can help break some labels off of your life today. Because again, somewhere, somebody gave you a label. They gave you a name, but here's what I want you to understand. Number one, if you're taking notes, write this down. God can give you a new name. 
That's what you need to understand right off the bat. And you say, well, man, that's pretty basic. Yeah, it is. But it's powerful. God can give you a new name. Isaiah chapter 62, verse 2. You will be called by something. What, what are you going to be called by? A new name. Who's going to call you that name? The mouth of the Lord will bestow it. So God is going to call you by a new name. So many of you today have been held back by something in your past. Something you believe. Something that others called you. But God is going to replace your old title, your old name with a new name. And you're going to be able to walk in that. And we see examples of this all throughout the scriptures. The first one that comes to my mind is... Abram and Sarai, right? Abram and Sarai. And God comes to them and says, hey, you're going to have children. And they're, they're too old to have kids, right? I mean, they're like 90s. And yet God says, hey, you're going to have so many children, you're not going to be able to count them. And to prove it, what did he say? To prove all this is going to happen, I'm going to give you what? New names. You're going to be Abraham and Sarah, which means the father and mother of many nations. There was another guy in the Bible by the name of Jacob. And if you know anything about Jacob, his name literally means swindler. It means trickster. It means liar. But God came in and he had a wrestling match with an angel one night. And at the end of that wrestling match, God looked at him and said, No longer are you going to be Jacob. You're not going to be known as a trickster and a liar and a swindler anymore. But you're going to be Israel, which means prince with God. There's another guy in Judges chapter 6, a guy by the name of Gideon. Gideon was a scared cat. He was afraid of his own shadow. He's in a wine press, threshing out wheat, hiding from the enemies. And an angel of God comes to this scared cat and he says, Hey, you're a mighty man of valor. You're a mighty warrior. I know what people say about you. I know what society says about you. But God says, Hey, here's what I see in you. You're a mighty warrior. And I believe God that can give us a new name today. And listen, sometimes you may feel unworthy of what God calls you. For instance, some of you, God's going to say, hey, you're forgiven. And you're like, Pastor, dude, you don't know where I've been. You don't know all the stuff I've been tangled up in. I don't, I don't, if you only knew, and you keep talking about that, but listen, you may not feel it. But if you've opened your heart to Christ and allowed him to come in, you are forgiven. For some of you, he's going to give you the name Overcomer. And your whole life, people have constantly put you down and said, you'll never overcome this, you'll never overcome that, you're always going to be behind. But listen, I believe that God can help you grow into that name. So much so that you're going to take Romans chapter 8, verse 37, and you're going to plaster it everywhere. And you say, you know what? I'm not just a conqueror, but I'm more than a conqueror. Through Jesus Christ. Through the one that loved us. Ladies hear me today. I really feel like this is for some ladies in the house watching online. For some of you, you don't feel adequate as a mom. For some of you, you look at your life and you're spinning so many plates. And you've got to take care of the kids. You've got to take care of the husband. You've got to take care of the house. And you've got to take care of school and homework and, and, and all of it. And you're, you're shuffling and you're spinning all these plates. And you just don't feel adequate as a mom. 
For some of you ladies in the house, you're looking at your life and, you're, and, and, and there's a little regret there. I kind of feel that. There's a little regret because you're looking at where you are and you're like, man, if I, if I just didn't work so much or if I just would have done that or if I, if I would have had Bible study, if I didn't have Bible study, if I just, you know, and, and all of these things are happening to you. But I really believe that God would say to you today that you're a mighty woman of God. You're a mighty woman of God. You're a spiritual mom. And did you hear that baby just confirm what I just said? Come on, from the mouth of babes, folks. Amen. You're a spiritual mom. You have what it takes. You keep saying, no, I don't. But you are a mighty woman of God. And I believe that God can help you grow in to that name. For some of you, you're a spiritual leader. God's going to call you that. And you're going to step up as a man of God. And you're going to lead your family the way God's called you to lead it. You're going to be a spiritual leader on your job. And you're like, man, I I don't know. I I don't know a whole lot. I'm not sure. And I'm not worthy of that. But you understand that's your name. You're a spiritual leader. And God has given you that new name. And so listen, all of these labels in your past, all of that stuff that people have said about you, stop believing what people say about you. Listen, you understand the only one that has a right to label you is your maker. And if people didn't make you, stop letting them put labels on you. The only one that can label you is God Almighty because He created you. He formed you. He shaped you. Turn to somebody and say, that is good preaching right there. You get a new name. Here's the second thing. Because you get a new name, God's going to give you a new purpose. He's going to give you a new purpose. With that new name comes something. It comes a new purpose. And again, you see God doing this over and over and over again all throughout the Word. I I thought about a guy by the name of Simon. Anybody know who Simon is? Simon was unpredictable. He's undependable. He's wishy-washy. He's constantly whichever way the wind blows. And yet Jesus comes to Simon and says, Hey, you've been fishing for fish, but I'm giving you a new assignment. I'm giving you a new purpose, and I'm going to make you fishers of men the rest of your life. In other words, God says you're going to be a world changer. You're going to change the world. I'm giving you a new purpose. Why? Because he had already changed his name. Matthew chapter 16, Jesus having this encounter with Simon, and he says, Hey, I tell you that you are what? You're not Simon, but who are you? You're Peter. You understand what Peter means? Peter means a rock. No longer are you unstable. No longer are you undependable, but but you're a rock, and that's your name, and here's the purpose. Upon the rock, I'm going to build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. New name. New purpose. But how many of you know Peter wasn't always a rock? Come on. Peter in the Bible is what I would call tripolar. Come on. Anybody feel me? We know what bipolar is, but this guy is tripolar. He's like way out there. Peter is always getting into trouble. He's always putting his foot in his mouth. He's cutting off people's ears. He's, he's, he's having an encounter with people around the fire. He's, he's ripping his clothes off, jumping into the water. He's got all this stuff. He even denied Jesus three times. Denied him. And yet on the day of Pentecost, Jesus made Peter the rock, the guest speaker. 
Peter the rock, the one who knew what it was like to fail, the one who knew what it was like to get into trouble, the one who knew what it was like to deny Christ, but the one who knew what it was like to repent and have Christ to come into his heart. And on that day, Peter the rock led 3,000 people to Jesus Christ. The New Testament church was formed out of Peter the rock. Hear me today. Whatever the negative label that has been associated with your name is, I want you to take that label, and here's what I want you to get today. That out of your greatest weakness, the weakness of your past, can come the greatest strength for your future. Out of the greatest weakness of your past can come the greatest strength for your future. Don't let people define you. Don't let people label you. Don't let somebody come to you and put something on you. You are not a result of your past. Because God will come in and give you a new name and a new purpose. But here's the third thing. With that name, with that purpose, there comes something else. He gives you a new future. A new future. And I know so many people today, they're so pessimistic about their future. So, like, my life is never going anywhere. I'm never going to be happy. I'm always going to be alone. I'm always going to be miserable. I'm never going to get out of debt. I'm always going to have these headaches. It's like on and on and on and on. But hear me today. I want you to lean in to what I'm about to say. Never insult God with faithlessness about your future. Never insult God with faithlessness about your future. Why? Because here's what God says in Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Man, maybe you've been labeled. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. 30, 40, 50 years old, never going to have anybody. Stop insulting God with faithlessness about your future. Never going to have a good marriage. I'm always going to be stuck with this bump on a pickle. Always going to be stuck with this lady just nag me. Never insult God with faithlessness about your future. That's good preaching. Amen. Never insult Him. My kids are never going to grow up and be anything. They're never going to have matching socks. They're never going to know how to comb their hair. Always going to have this. Always going to do that. Listen, out of your greatest Weakness, I believe God can raise up your greatest strength. For years, you've been labeled as something. But I believe God can come in and give you a future and help you. For years, some of you have been been labeled as an addict, an alcoholic, or drug abuse, or or something else. There's just something that has been attached to you, but I believe God can help you with that, deliver you from that, and help you to where you can start helping other people that are dealing with that. Amen, Miss Terry? Amen. For some of you say, well, I'm always going to be in debt. I'm never going to get out of debt. Listen, I believe God can give you a burden for wise financial management, and you can get out of debt, and man, you're going to get fanatical about it. You're going to take a Sharpie and draw Dave Ramsey's face right there on your shoulder. Amen? You're coming out of debt. Out of your greatest weakness, the label of your past, I believe God can raise up a strength that can give you a hope and a future. You know, I begin to think about there's a lady in the Bible. <clears throat> and she was actually labeled one of the worst things that you could ever be labeled. Her name in the Bible is mentioned eight times. 
Six out of the eight times her name is mentioned, it had a negative label associated with her name. She was known as Rahab the prostitute. And her label was true. She was that. And you can only imagine what having that kind of label does to you emotionally. Kind of walking down the streets. And, I mean, thinking about people talking, people whispering every time you come in, every time you, you show up. There's the whispers, there's the talk. There she is beating herself up. Man, I can never have a good husband. I can never have a good home. I'm, I'm, I'm just... I'm just somebody that's used. I, I, I'll never amount to anything. You can imagine all of the negativity that's going on inside of her. But there came a moment in her life where she started to hear about the God of Israel. And the Bible says, there's a scripture that says, As she began to hear about God, her heart melted hearing about God. And for some of you in here today, for some of you watching online, maybe you don't know who God is. Maybe you just kind of come in here and, and you just, well, I'm just here because somebody brought me here. And I'm watching because somebody told me to watch. And man, thank God for you. But listen to me. As you've been hearing these stories, I believe your heart's starting to break a little bit. Starting to melt a little bit. And so here's where Rahab was. And she began to know God. And because she began to know God, God gave her a new name. He gave her the name Forgiven. No matter what your past is, no matter how bad you think it is, if you come to Jesus Christ and open your heart, there's a name attached to you right then. It's the name Forgiven. And with that name came a new purpose for her. And with that purpose came a new future. And God brought into her life and he did something that nobody would have ever dreamed she didn't even dream or imagine would happen and he brought a God-fearing man into her life a man by the name of Solomon and they got married and they started having some kids and the first one they had was a guy by the name of Boaz and Boaz would go on and live his life become a wealthy man a very influential man he would marry a young lady by the name of Ruth and they had a son together named Obed. Obed's grandmother who was a prostitute. Obed's grandmother who nobody saw any value in. Nobody said she'll ever amount to anything. She, she just wanders the streets. And, and, you know, and just all of these negative things. That, that was Obed's grandmother. But Obed would go on to have a son named Jesse. And Jesse would have a son named Jesse. And Jesse whose great, great, great grandmother was a prostitute. Someone that nobody valued. Someone that felt like my life is going nowhere. There's this label attached to me. And, and, and because I let people label me instead of God label me, now I'm living up to their labels. And her life was literally going down the tube. And then all of a sudden, Jesse has a son named David. And David would go on to have a son named Solomon. And 42 generations later came a son named Jesus Christ, the son of the living God who takes away the sins of the world. Who would have ever thought out of Rahab the prostitute came Jesus the Savior of the world? Who would have ever guessed that? But that's how God works. 
And that's how God moves. Don't let anybody put you in a box and put a label on you and try to tell you who you are because there's a God in heaven that's all-knowing, all-seeing, and you may can't see your value. You may can't see your worth, but God sees you. And God sees the value in you. Stop allowing your past to hold you back because you can get past your past. Turn to somebody and say, hey, man, that's good. I saw you guys like slinging, weaving, running laps. They're doing it online, amen? Stand with me. Was this message for everybody? Probably not. But this is just one of them things that I really believe God laid on my heart this week. For some of you in here, maybe you're watching online. You've been stuck in your past long enough. You've been stuck with that label long enough. It's time to move forward. It's time to step into the future that God has given to you. It's time to become everything that God's called you. Well, Pastor, you just don't know, man. I, I can never listen. Listen, don't insult God with faithlessness about your future. Don't do that. Just open your heart and say, God, man, here I am. And yes, I'm a mess. And yes, I've, I've had labels on me. And yes, those labels, some of them are true. But God, I believe you see something in me that nobody else can see. You're the one that created me. You're the one that designed me. You're the one that fit me together in my mother's womb. God, you see me. It's sad that we live in a world that is so faith, faceless. And people constantly going by throughout their day. And people walking up and down the streets. People on their job. We have kids walking the hallways of their schools. And they feel like nobody sees me. Nobody knows what I'm going through. Nobody understands what I'm dealing with. But can I tell you something? God sees you. God sees you. And He has not forgotten you. Stop trying to pull all this stuff back here into the future that God has for you. Turn to somebody and say, let it go. Let it go. Take the weights off. Walk away from it. And be the person that God's called you to be. Be the, the teenager that God's called you to be. You know, oftentimes you look through the scriptures and you, you see and hear about these great moves of God. You read about them and then throughout history you read about these, these mighty moves of God that have taken place. A lot of them happened because of young people got set on fire for God got a passion in their soul and went after God and man my prayer is that as we go into next week building for the generations how I many of you know generations encompasses everybody it encompasses the young folks it encompasses the teenagers it encompasses the middle aged folks it encompasses people like me. Amen. We're just a little bit older. Amen. It encompasses all of us. 
we're building for the generations. We have some amazing opportunities coming up, guys. In the next couple of weeks, we're going to be over at Triple S High School. We're feeding the whole staff, feeding everybody. Probably have some folks show up like last time. I'm like, do you work here? No, man, I just drove by. I'm like, brother, we fed them too, amen? We'll check it. But we need about 10 volunteers, maybe 12. If you're interested in that, I want you to come see me at the end of service. We could use your help with that. We got a volunteer mentorship program. That's, that's going to happen. Many of you signed up for that. We've got about 10 people signed up for that right now. And I think, you know, that the schools are still kind of weighing the options with COVID and, and different things like that. And so, but that's going to happen. That's going to take place. A lot of things happening in October. November's coming around. Come on, how many men folk we got in the house in November? Three. <laughs> got a helicopter landing on the grounds. Got some nice bass boat coming. Got some giveaway prizes. Got some axe throwing. Come on, where are my men in the house? Got some axe throwing. Got some archer range coming. Going to have a men's night. And some of you ladies like, I like to throw an axe too. Amen. Ladies got something coming up in December. The point is, guys, with all of these things you hear us talking about and all of these things that we're about to unleash and break out and do, I need you to be who God called you to be. You can't, you can't dangle all this stuff and try to move into where God's called you to be. It, it'll never happen. So that's why we're dealing with it now. You need to pull some weights off. You need to get it off of you and move forward. For some of the men in the house, some of the ladies in the house, stop living in regret. Coulda, shoulda, what? Stop living in that. Let today be a new day and move forward into what God's called you to do. Bow your heads with me all over the house. Father, thank you for moments like this. Thank you for encounters, Lord, encounters with you. These encounters that literally melt our heart and cause us to draw closer to you. And Father, here we are right now and there's so many watching online. There's so many in the house today and there's these things from our past that we can't seem to let go of. There's some resentment there. There's some hurt. There's some unforgiveness. Father, we've been carrying this stuff too long. So, Lord, today we lay it down. We lay it at your feet. And, God, we ask you to forgive us, to free us and help us to move forward. Father, we pray for these labels that have been attached to our names throughout our lives. So, God, we break these labels today. Because, Lord, today I realize that you're the only one who can label me because you made me. And so, Lord, I break free from that label today so that I can move free and move forward in my life to do what you've called me to do. In Jesus' name. Keep your heads bowed all over the house, guys. Those of you watching online, let me ask you a question. Maybe you just floated in here today and somewhere in this message, somewhere in this service, God, begin to speak to your heart. 
like Rahab, somewhere along the line, your heart began to melt. And you say, God, I want a relationship with you. I want to move forward and do what you've called me to do. If that describes you and you're ready to go all in for Christ today, you're ready to open your heart and accept Him as your Lord and Savior, I wonder if you would be willing to lift a hand right here. I'm not here to embarrass you, just want to pray with you. Pastor, yes, I see that hand. See the hand. That's me, Pastor. That's me. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go all in. If you're watching online right now, could you just be as bold as you can and put in that chat box, Pastor, that's me. Pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for me. We pray this as a family, guys. We always have. We always will. We've got some people that are making the greatest decision they've ever made in their life right now. We don't take lightly of that. Because the Bible says that right now, there is a wild, outrageous party happening in heaven. And so if you're really serious with God, you mean that. Let's pray it all together as a family. Lord Jesus Christ, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. And Father, I believe you died on the cross and you rose the third day. And so Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my life. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me clean. Give me a new name. Give me a new purpose. And give me a new future. In Jesus' name. Come on, everybody look at me and give God a big hand clap of praise. All over the house.